You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more. So you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. President Trump has nominated Christopher Wray to replace James Comey as the new head of the FBI. Wray is a high-powered defense attorney who was a top Justice Department official under President George W. Bush and a federal prosecutor in Georgia. But his qualifications were not the subject of most of the questions at his Senate confirmation hearing yesterday, where the shadow of Trump, Comey, and even Donald Trump Jr. hung over the senator's questions. Time and again, both Republicans and Democrats wanted to be assured that Wray would be independent of political or outside influence in leading the bureau. I will never allow the FBI's work to be driven by anything other than the facts, the law, and the impartial pursuit of justice, period, full stop. No one asked me for any kind of loyalty oath. I did not consider Director Mueller to be on a witch hunt. My guest is a partner at Gibson Dunn, Benjamin Wagner. He's also a former U.S. attorney from Georgia. And I want to mention that Benjamin signed onto a bipartisan letter of support for Ray from 100 U.S. attorneys. Well, uh, Benjamin, did Ray pass the loyalty test to the rule of law that the senators seem to be giving him? Well, I think so. Um, obviously, he needed to convey that he understood this was a very unusual situation that he was in. Uh, the circumstances surrounding the departure of the, the prior director, the uh, ongoing special counsel investigation, uh, puts Mr. Ray in a very uh, sort of unusual situation uh, going in as FBI director. And, and I think he needed to convey that he understood that that he was going to be independent uh, by the book. Uh, and I think he, he did a good job of uh, responding to questions from both sides of the aisle uh, in reassuring senators that, that he understood the situation and, and he could be relied upon to be nonpartisan and, and independent. You signed on to this bipartisan letter of support from 100 U.S. attorneys. Do you know Ray yes. personally? Uh, I know him personally. I wouldn't say that I know him well. Um, uh, I, we overlapped at the uh, Justice Department. That was before I was a U.S. attorney, um, and I was in the Eastern District of California, by the way. Um, but uh, so I, I know him personally, but uh, I know him more by reputation. We have mutual acquaintances. Uh, of course, he was a. Um, I, I was in the Department of Justice for 24 years, and so. Uh, 
you know, you hear a lot within the department about individuals in the course of that. Ray was asked so many questions as hypotheticals that were really based on things that James Comey did or said. For example, his press conference on Hillary Clinton's email investigation and his testimony that Trump asked him to drop the investigation into former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. What was your reaction to the senators taking the facts and putting them into hypotheticals for him? Well, uh, you know, it's not surprising. There's always a little bit of this kind of game that goes back and forth um, at uh, confirmation hearings for these kinds of positions. You you, you saw it uh, in the uh, Supreme Court uh, confirmation hearing recently where uh, the nominees, understandably, don't want to be sort of on the record uh, talking about facts that are either outside their uh, their personal knowledge or uh, talking about things that may come before them. Uh, and they may have to, you know, be, be held to opinions that were expressed earlier when they didn't know all the facts. And so they're very careful about that. And for that reason, uh, you know, the senators have, have been through this uh, rigmarole before. And so I think they, they approach it in the sort of a hypothetical uh, in order to get the person talking so they can get a sense of the person without uh, uh, forcing a question that they know that the nominee will not answer. Something I found unusual, Benjamin, is that Christopher Ray is friends or is acquaintances with both Jim Comey, the former head of the FBI, and the former head of the FBI, who is now the special prosecutor, Robert Mueller. And according to a book called the, uh, the about the Matrix, uh, called the Threat Matrix, he said when there were rumors that Comey was going to be resigning, he stopped him in the hallway, according to the book, and said, "Look, I don't know what's going on, but before you guys all pull the ripcords, please give me a heads up so I can jump with you." Do you find it in the in the uh, in the context, unusual that Trump would pick this man to be FBI director who has connections to the two people, one he fired and one he has talked about firing? Well, uh, it's certainly um, not surprising that uh, Chris Ray is well acquainted with um, Mr. Comey and Mr. Mueller. I mean, they were all serving uh, in the Department of Justice uh, together uh, during the Bush years. Uh, they were high-level officials uh, that, that, that dealt with a lot of uh, lot of important issues on, on a daily basis. Um, and in terms of the uh, uh, the scenario that you were describing, I haven't read the book, but uh, but Chris Ray addressed that uh, in his testimony yesterday. That scenario, which uh, I, I think what you're referring to is the controversy over the surveillance program in 2014, uh, in which uh, Mr. Comey has has previously testified about, and how he and, and Bob Mueller had uh, indicated uh, that they were going to resign if uh, if the surveillance uh, program were continued because they viewed it as as not being uh, constitutional. And uh, Chris Ray, in his testimony yesterday, associated himself uh, with that effort, even though he was not really on the intelligence side uh, of the department at that point. Uh, he was uh, he was ready to uh, tender his resignation as well as part of that. Um, so, uh, and to your question, uh, you know, I don't know um, what the uh, the president um, uh, what his view of all this uh, was uh, when he uh, suggested Chris Ray, uh, but. 
you know, one of the things that Chris Ray made very clear yesterday is that he was not anybody else's person, whether it's the president or Jim Comey or anyone else, that he um, he obviously uh, knows Jim Comey, talked about that yesterday um, uh, and, and is fond of him. Um, but he also uh, made an effort to uh, uh, distinguish uh, himself and, and how he would proceed from the way Mr. Comey proceeded uh, when he announced uh, his findings concerning the, the Hillary Clinton uh, email issue. So, um, so Chris Ray, I think, was uh, at pains to point out that he was going to be independent, and I think that is uh, probably why the uh, the president nominated him uh, because he he knew that issue was going to be scrutinized, and and Chris Ray uh, was well positioned to sort of pass that test. And as far as all the questions he was asked about the Russia investigation and Mueller. Tell me how you think his responses uh, played into the senators' fears or reassured the senators. Well, uh, I, I think he did a pretty good job of reassuring them. I, it's hard to say. It's a very um, sort of fraught political environment right now um, in Washington in which this uh, special counsel investigation is playing out. So um, so it can be difficult to, to predict how people are going to react to this. But I, I, I think generally, um, from what I could see, uh, Chris uh, Ray did a, a very good job. I mean, he, he, he clearly understood the the significance of the special counsel and the significance uh, uh, of the independence that that I think uh, members of both parties want uh, Bob Mueller's investigation to proceed uh, unobstructed and to go where the evidence uh, leads it. And uh, Chris Ray, I think, was very reassuring on that point that he was going to support uh, Bob Mueller, uh, whatever resources he need, he was he was going to provide, uh, that he was not going to interfere. And uh, as he said in his written statement, he was not going to allow the FBI's work to be driven by anything other than the facts, the law, and the impartial pursuit of justice. And I think that's probably what senators wanted to hear in both parties. In about a minute, he is, if he becomes the FBI director, he'll be inheriting the nation's top law enforcement agency at a particularly challenging time. What do you think the biggest challenges will be for him? Well, I, I, I think probably he, he's very well equipped in a lot of ways uh, for this job, g- given his background. So so he, he steps in uh, very well equipped. But uh, one of the things that he pointed up yesterday uh, was the cyber threat. Um, he, he spoke, uh, I, I think, very accurately about the, the, the scope of the, of the cyber threat, both to government and to private enterprise, and the fact that we are underprepared. Uh, and then also that, that he needed to, to uh, you know, he's been outside of government now for quite a while, and he needed to sort of catch up and, and get briefed on kind of what the, the current state of our cyber defenses are and, and what needs to be done. So that'll be a steep learning curve for him, uh, and it's a learning curve about an issue uh, as to which the FBI and, uh, and the rest of the, the government needs to be doing more. Thanks for being on Bloomberg Law. That's Benjamin Wagner. He's a partner at Gibson Dunn. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.